So the process pretty much is about understanding who you are, um, what you bring to the table and how to make that unique to the people that matter. Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Hey, hello. Before we get started, I want to introduce to you my latest book, Personal Branding Journal. Building Your Brand in Bits and Bytes Daily. That is my latest book on personal branding, how to build an authentic, profitable, and more meaningful personal brand uh, on a daily basis using a general approach. So get a copy on Amazon now. Just go to Amazon.com and search for Personal Branding Journal, and you're going to find my name, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Download a copy, share with your friends and family. Uh, so don't forget to leave me a review. Now let's get started. Welcome to another edition of your personal brand podcast. I'm your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive, and I'm really excited about my guest today. Sazi Spirited and Motivational is her brand. She's an international savvy personal brand connoisseur with a flair for creating professional and enduring presence on paper, in personal and online. As a branding strategist and a coach, she works with talented individuals in projecting and articulating what makes them unique so they can stand out from others with similar qualifications and expertise. This firebrand hosts her own radio show called Tea with Lily, where she interviews the great and the good on tips and tricks for professional and personal growth. My guest today, personal branding coach and strategist, is Lily Mensa Yeboa. Lily, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bernard. Thank you for having me. How are you today? I'm good as good here. Great. Yeah, it's interesting to know that Lily lived in Accra and she's a Ghanaian and stays in London, UK. She's been traveling all over the globe. Lily, I want you to tell us a little bit more about you. A bit about me. Oh, gosh. Basically, well, let's go for the professional bit first. Sure. Um, I've, I've worked in branding for the last 20 odd years and I started my branding um, work with one of the big um, accountancy firms in, in the UK, Arthur Anderson, as it was known then. And I was working in the um, financial services um, area. And then I, about 10 years ago, I decided that I wanted to do my own thing and then started doing branding for entrepreneurs, coaching them, helping them with their businesses. And then I realized, actually, if I'm helping with their business, the person who runs the business also needs branding. And that's how I came to be doing um, personal branding for individuals too. So that's the, that's the story in a nutshell. <laughs> okay, now let, let's look at the subject. Since you work on both sides in the corporate and the personal brands, uh, a little bit in, in, in introduction to both both sides. What, what is a corporate brand? What is a personal brand? Then we can delve deeper into our subject for today. The corporate brand is about making sure that everything that the organization does is in sync with what the um, their customers perceive, their customers and the people that actually buy into the brand. Half the time we create widgets, we create things hoping that people will buy. But the, at the end of the day, if people do not love the brand, mm. you're not going to sell a, a you, you won't even sell a tin of um, baked beans. People have to understand the brand and they have to love the brand. 
So that's the corporate brand. But then that is not dissimilar to the, the people side of branding. I could be selling um, coaching services and my next partner, my well, my competitor, perhaps, might be selling personal personal coaching as well. But I suspect that people, at the end of the day, buy people. And if your brand doesn't stand out, again, you will not be able to attract the clients that you want. I call them um, yummy clients. You will not be able to attract them. You you attract the, the, the regular people who may not be the, the kind of clients that you want yourself. So that's the difference. People buy people. Well, people buy people. That's really on point. Now, let's delve a bit deeper. How do one begin to build a, a personal brand to stand out? What are the process procedures uh, that we take clients through? Um, I, I tend to um, look at the individual first. And it's about everybody has a brand anyway. It's about whether your brand stands out or not. So don't think that you're walking around and you don't have a personal brand. You do have one. It's whether the personal brand that you have um, is good enough to, to, to achieve your own personal goals. So what, what then happens is that I, I look at the individual and, and where, where, where they've come from, where they are today. And we start to peel off um, layers of the expertise, their, their, own, their own beliefs, their own values. Um, so if, because if you don't know where you've come from and what, 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 what makes you unique, you're not, you won't be able to articulate that to those that matter. So the process pretty much is about understanding who you are, um, what you bring to the table, and how to make that unique to the people that matter. Um, for instance, you would have, um, and I, I've coined this, mm. um, talking about your quirks. Um, right. And it, it's a bit of an acronym. Oh, okay. um, the quirks will be um, the quality, everything that you, which is Q-U-I-R-K. And I'll go that. I'll go through that. Okay. So everything you do must have quality. Um, um, ultimately, our brands, like I said earlier, are held in the in the minds, in the hearts of minds of um, external people. Um, whatever you do, also has to be unique. Um, you can again, you can have. Um, it has to be unique, um, and it has to. You can. You can only you can do you flawlessly. Yeah. Um, the next bit is integrity. Um, you also have to have, um, not, not integrity is so important. You also have to be realistic about, um, the, the things that make you stand out. Um, in, in today's world, we're so, um, consumed by the need to be perfect. Mm. And, and, and we, we walk around, um, thinking that, for instance, you have to write an article. It has to be so perfect that you sit on it for three months and that time passes. If you've done your research and you've done everything that you can to, to get the article out, step out and feel confident that you've done your bit. That's how you increase your visibility. And people can be, people can be forgiving. And the, the, the last one is K, which is be kind to yourself. And I think for me is the favorite one, um, because it, it, one of the secrets, one of, I'm sure Bernard, you know this, one of the big secrets about having a strong personal brand is that you can actually, if you're not relaxed, if you're not, um, 
looking after yourself, if you're not kind to yourself, then your personal brand is not likely to sparkle because you're, you're, you're running around um, and not being kind to yourself. So my, my key thing for my clients is that do everything that you can, but remember to be kind to yourself. So that's the process. Thanks. Work in your quacks. Uh, okay, so we, we got to work our quacks as daily or constantly, and you need to be kind to yourself. That's the last bit, but you need to be kind to yourself. Basically, one's brand might say, okay, my brand is Susu, I want to present myself as Susu and so. However, I'm not, having a, I'm not getting the market for the products I'm churning out. What do I need to do? Um, you need to get yourself a coach. You need to get yourself a mentor. You need to get yourself um, somebody that can look over it. And you also have to be um, have to decide where where exactly are you hanging out? Are you going to networking events? Um, if your if your target audience is um, accountants, for instance, mm. um, are you going to networking events um, with marketers? Where where are you putting your brand? Secondly, I mean, my bit my thing is about making sure people look good online in person and on paper. When I say online, for instance, your LinkedIn profile, um, is it standing out? Um, have you done everything that you can to make sure that you've got the right headshot? Have you done everything to make sure that you have got the right recommendations from the right people? So that's the online bit because I work with professionals. Um, in person, for instance, um, are you going to networking events um, not looking your absolute best. Um, I know it's difficult after a long day. Going to networking events is often not people's cup of tea, but um, it is something you, you must do if you want to be visible in the eyes of the people that matter. Are you going there just, you know, straight from straight from work, not, you know, making sure that you're, you're looking your best and um, presenting yourself um, well? Thirdly, your business cards, which is, you know, your, your business literature that's on paper. Is it dated? Um, are the phone numbers part of something that you used to have before? Thirdly, um, once upon a time, being different, having a photograph on your business card was not was seen as something that was the preserve of maybe double glazing salesmen. And <laughs> please, please, nobody should shoot me. But... These days, it's important because after those networking events, guess who will be remembered if there's a picture on their business card? So these are some of the things that you can start to think about if you're not doing things right and you don't feel that people are not buying you as much as they could. Oh, so these are quick, uh, little quick ways for one to revamp his brand, which is not really working. So to get off started with this, knowing that I think let, let's let's uh, dwell a little bit on social media, then we look at the offline activity, the networking aspect too. So right okay. off, right off, uh, which platform do I need to start with? What what strategies? What are the things that I need to one really as a first time person considering branding? What are the few things the person need to really focus on online? Okay, I'll talk about what I know. Online is that LinkedIn, as a professional, is not is no longer um, a luxury. You must be there, and if you're there, you must make sure that you're. Um, you, you can't just have a photograph of um, yourself in your back garden. It has to be a professional photograph. Look at it as your interview face on online. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that your headline says exactly what you do and who for. And, and, and things like that. Make sure that your website is connected to LinkedIn. You've, you've, you, your LinkedIn um, profile is not your CV. It's about your achievements and the things that people might want to buy. So don't just move your CV, plonk it on LinkedIn and thinking, Bob's your uncle, you're online. It doesn't work like that. Mm. Um, so LinkedIn, I can't say enough. It's, it's, it's the gift that keeps giving and people should not even um, think that it doesn't matter. LinkedIn, you must be there. Secondly, um, even if you're, in, I mean, we can talk about LinkedIn in depth later on. Secondly, if you're a hairdresser or you're doing something that is visual, Facebook is probably um, one of the other places that you could go to. Pinterest is another place. Um, Instagram is because it's a visual, it's a visual place. Mm. Twitter is also another um, place that you might want to. I think LinkedIn and Twitter are probably about the same because Twitter is where you have the journals, the journalists, people picking up stuff and using them. Then you, you can start getting traction back into your LinkedIn profile. So Twitter and LinkedIn work hand in hand and um, Instagram and Facebook work also quite well. So, but the thing is, don't, don't spend time on every single platform. Mm. You will exhaust you. You will exhaust yourself. Pick one, pick two, maximum three, based on, on the kind of service that you want to provide and use those. Maximum three. I don't recommend my clients to do any more than that because they'll exhaust themselves and they'll water their message down. Mm. So, yeah, so social media, um, if you want to get there, a few places you can go, um, and then that's it. Right, and one way, as you recommended, a three at most. Uh, now, one might say, how much time do I need to be investing? There's, uh, there's three platforms daily or weekly. It doesn't even time consume. What are some tips and tricks in and out of managing my social media presence as for my brands? Um, that is a million dollar question, Bernard. <laughs> uh, social media can become sap your energy, and you can sit on there all day. Um, I would say that if for your professional profile, LinkedIn, if you've done, if you've got your professional profile up and you can, you must check in every day. Mm. 15 minutes max just to check, see who's, you know, what's been published, what hasn't been published. Um, LinkedIn, I'd say 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes every day. It's, it's useful. Um, Facebook check what your friends are doing and stuff like that. You can sit there for hours if you're a business person. <laughs> Unless you're doing business on Facebook, stay away during the day. Use Facebook over the weekends. Of course, catch up with friends and family unless your business is on Facebook. Um, so I tend not to have, personally, I tend not to have Facebook on at all on any of the apps on, apps on my phone. I go in when I want to because it will suck your, it will suck your, your time. Um, Twitter, Twitter, um, I'd also say, um, look at Twitter again three, three or four times a day and no more. Uh, what you can do is also use, um, um, some of these so- social media apps, um, that will help you because there's something like Hootsuite. 
which you can post to all three or four various places um, at the same time. You can use it to post um, stuff, but you have to be mindful of the audience. So, for instance, if I'm posting a, um, something for my um, contacts in um, LinkedIn, it may not be the same as posting something for my aunties to read um, on Facebook. It will bore them, all my children. So um, you have to be very careful of using Hootsuite um, and, or Buffer to do multiple posts for multiple platforms. I wouldn't recommend a new starter to start using that straight away. So now with this set concerning offline brand positioning and the things you need to do, even how to manage your social media presence so that it doesn't eat all your, your, your time but make sure it's also present your brand well. Now let's look at offline activities. What are some of the things that uh, one needs to do offline to really uh, sell his brand uh, as a personal brand in business today? Um, we can look at maybe three things. Um, we, we touched um, the uh, offline stuff. Go to a networking event, for instance. Um, somebody gives you their business card. We all know that we, we come back and we, pack, we, we leave them on the desk, hoping to put that back into our um, contact books, and it, it never really happens. Call people. Pick up the phone. The phone has been here long before social media, but some people have forgotten to use it. Send um, thank you notes another way. If somebody um, does something for you, have a pack of thank you notes in, in your back pocket with some stamps if you can. Send it off. Send it off to somebody who has done something, even if it's just to say thanks for that um, connection that you gave me the last time. These are minor offline activities that will go a long way because guess what? If you send a thank you note to somebody, the next time another opportunity comes, you are the first person that will be on their mind and you're the first person that they will call. Um, thirdly, you could, that, I mean, and, and that, that is the strong option, ask to meet for coffee. <laughs> Ask for coffee. Don't say lunch because people will assume lunch is two, three hours. Mm. Have coffee. Yeah, it's something that a lot of... And coffee could be half an hour just to touch base, see what both of you are doing. And ask people what they need, how you can help them. It's not all about you taking. Mm. It's about you giving back. You know, there's the charities that you can support. There's so much that we can do that we're not harnessing together as all part of our own brand building activities. It's stuff that doesn't cost any money half the time. It's free. Um, so, yeah, um, call people, say thank you, follow up, and and time, I think timekeeping also is another one. Um, if you say you're going to be somewhere, it has to be, you have to be there. It's not about, oh, um, and of course, people have reasons why they cannot make certain things, but you shouldn't be the one that will be the one that's always late or always not um, doing what they say they're going to do. It, it, um, it, it, it does make people look at your brand in a negative way. So say what you're going to do and turn up, turn up, turn up on time. 
Now, with your coaching and consulting over the years on brands and building business, what are some of the challenges you, you, you see clients or emerging brands facing, especially online or offline? What are some of the things that you see that are really messing up and that you really need help in that area? Um, it's, it's putting together a, a professional platform. For instance, you can start... Um, Start a business today saying that um, I'll, I'll just do a word, quick WordPress um, website by myself. Mm. Um, fine, everybody has to start from somewhere. But then you don't stay there. As soon as the business starts getting traction, you must build a professional website. Because if you're... Maybe when you started, you were charging, um, if we're talking about, uh, you were charging $10 an hour based on the materials that you've created. If we want to start charging $50 an hour, you have to have a $50 an hour website. You have to have a $50 an hour um, business card. You have to have a $50 an hour. So starting from a small place, it, we've all been there. We've all started small. But you cannot stay small forever if you want to charge big bucks. Mm-hmm. So these are some of the challenges um, that I've seen. Oh, I've always done it this way. Some of my clients, I've always done it this way and it's worked. But, um, oh, but I want to charge more. If you want to charge more, you have to invest in the business. You have to invest in the brand. So the brand can command that kind of money or that kind of um, clients that you want to see. So, you know, that's one of the challenges that I've found. Um, another challenge is spreading. People tend to spread themselves too thin and they're jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. Um, my view is fine. You can have several things that you're, you're doing um, or that you're known as, but you, they have, you have to have that thing that people can pin on you and say, this is the go-to person for that. My background started in marketing, um, but now I'm the branding person, more so the personal branding person, because I've decided that that's the area that I want to go. And I've told the whole world that that's what I do. That is me. Um, so in, in, instead of being um, a, everything to everybody, pick a niche mm-hmm. and keep I mean, stay there and hone in your, you know, make sure that you're the expert in that area. So um, picking a niche and being an expert in, in a particular field is something that I find pe- people have challenges with. And I help my clients to do that. Um, it's scary, very, very scary to say, oh, but, um, oh, but, oh, but um, I'm, I'm going to lose this and I'm going to lose that. Fine. You will lose some of the stuff that is not relevant to where you're going, but eventually will work out and you have to have faith in the power of what, where you want to be and keep going and put, put a stake in the ground. So those are the two key things. People starting small and staying small. And then the second thing is trying to be all things to everybody. And those are the two key challenges that I've found. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, 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 the second point. I, I've also noticed that people want to do everything. They want yeah. to be here, they want to be there, they want to do everything for their brands. And that, that becomes very challenging. It means you're, you're not really a specific brand. I always use the Virgin example that um, 
uh, it's just started one company, not because now we have a virgin uh, group of companies, a lot of companies together, but, mm-hmm. but it's just one that's noted for one particular thing. Then even you can even decide to diversify or even branch. Yeah. The typical example I give about the tree analogy, the tree always gain roots before it start building branches. <laughs> that is kind yeah. of a branches right away. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, people spread themselves thin and then they wonder um, why they're not getting any traction. So, and, and it's very hard when you're working with a client who has done that for a number of years and you're, you're, you're trying to rein them in, um, you know, with the best possible. And, and the thing is, I, I would say to my client, you, you're paying me to help you. So you came to me to help you and you, you have, we have to have that kind of trust that it will not happen overnight, but the more you are specific in your unique promise of value, the better it will be for your brand. Mm. Um, and, you know, deciding on the, what is the value that you're, you're providing for, whether that is, you know, you're selling, um, baked beans or whether you're selling, um, motivational coaching or whether you're selling a speaking practice. You have, are you selling a speaking practice for accountants? Mm. Are you selling a speaking practice for business schools, that sort of thing, rather than I'm a speaker and I, I speak to the whole world. You will, nobody will remember you because there, there's, there are millions of people doing the same thing. So choose an area, stick to it, put the blinkers on and keep going. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed something people think because it's personal branding, you need to do everything personally by yourself. You need to do a website on your own. You need to do almost every aspect of your brand by yourself. But no. Who <laughs> <laughs> has the time to do everything by themselves? Um, no, no. You have to have trusted partners and trusted associates. Um, and, you know, another quick tip here is have a group of associates that you can pass opportunities to and vice versa. Because again, um, if, 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 even if you've got everything, uh, you've got someone doing your website, you've got somebody doing your business cards, you've got, you know, a wardrobe consultant, you've got all those people helping you. There's the other part of the coin is that if you get opportunities, you might not be able to do all of it yourself. And therefore having trusted partners and associates. It's another huge brand building opportunity that people often forget to look at mm. and make sure that those partners and associates are aligned um, with what with with with, the, with your brand. Good. Uh, Lily, let me just push you to the corner. What has been your best kept secret on building a successful personal brand? <laughs> best kept secret starting from a place of faith Um, starting from a place of faith that you've done everything that you can you've you've been good you 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 have to give out more than you you have to be in the place of um i'm giving out and you have to have that faith that I'm giving out and, I will, and therefore I will receive. 
that that has been the core the cornerstone of everything that I have done. People have called me and asked me to do stuff for them for free. Mm. Of course, you can't do too much free because I'm not <laughs> running. And my friend said to me, "You're not running a friendship. You're running a business." <laughs> but <laughs> you have to. You can stand from the you know the place of free to fee. Mm, mm. And for me, that's probably been one of my um, good secrets of. But then being f- free to to the point of making sure that there will there might be some some um, other stuff coming out of it. Um, but it, it's all it's all about having that faith that you've done your groundwork, you've done um, you've aligned yourself with the right people. You know why you're doing stuff, but the end of it must also know what value you're bringing to the table. So that, that, that's the thing that it, it's all been um, a matter of faith, and um, you can you can only do you, mm. and people can copy you, um, people can copy you, and um, and vice versa. But you only you can do you. So just keep going and keep going and keep doing you. Only you. I can only do you. Yeah, I own I own the copyright on the brand Lily. Nobody can have it. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay, Lily. So as we round up, uh, what is your billion-dollar advice to the world in the area of branding? Uh, as I alluded to the, the, the begin in the beginning, um, people by people, being authentic and being clear. On what you what you deliver is one of the things. Being authentic, being open, um, of course, being savvy. People take advantage of your good nature if you're not savvy. But being open and being clear on who you are, and telling telling your story to the world is um, one of the good ways of building your brand. But you must also have a good professional presence. Because people will buy you, but people would want to work with somebody who has a good, who has good, who has a good professional background. They do what they say they're going to do, and um, there's no question as to whether they'll deliver. So having a good professional presence is something that will, will stand you in good stead in the long term. Well, Lily, where can one connect with you and all the constant services you have to offer? How do we get in touch with Lily Mensa? Oh, uh, you can you can catch me on. I, I hang out on LinkedIn a lot, so you can catch me on LinkedIn. Um, you can you can catch me on Twitter. Um, and again, you just you know, Twitter. I'm 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 Lady Mensa on Twitter. Um, um, also, you can catch me on email, which is lily at linksmedia.com. And linksmedia is spelled L-Y-N-C-S-media.com. And um, L-Y-N-C-S, by the way, stands for Lily Yeboah's Network of Consultancy Services. And um, my mobile is plus 4477553655. And um, I think that's about it. Those are all the places you can find me. Well, thank you so much, Lily Mengsa, for your expectations on 
on branding and corporate branding and we hope listeners really find this more insightful and valuable to take action to build a better uh, brand yes thank you very much for having me bernard and um, it's been lovely it's a pleasure i treasure get a copy of my latest book that is personal branding journal building your brand in bits and bytes daily plus hundred simple ways to promote your business and brand so head on to amazon today and search for personal branding journal building your brand in bits and bytes daily and get hundred simple ways to promote your business and brand my name is bennett kelvin clive the best is yours 